Good morning on this Saturday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets. Food for thought and for the imagination. Have you ever stopped to consider the difference between being in a situation and the difference for the situation? In the scripture, we are told to be thankful. We're to be thankful for whatever is done in deed or whatever is done in word all in the name of Jesus, giving thanks unto God and the Father. Now, if we stop and think about that whole verse, the previous verse verses concerning that actually say a whole lot. It says in verse number 16 of the book of Colossians, chapter 3, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts unto the Lord. Now, if we read all the verses before that, it says in verse number 15, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Now, here, he says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. He also says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Now, if we go to Ephesians, it says, in nothing be fretful, in nothing be afraid, in nothing be overworried, in nothing be anxious, but in everything, through prayer and supplication, make your petitions known unto God, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. It's that, it's that little word there, with. It, it's, it's amazing. Uh, there are things in the natural that without the with, they just don't uh, have flavor. They don't have the taste that they should be. Or they just aren't as good as it should be. Let's say trying to bake a cake without. In other words, instead of it having with milk or having with water, uh, we just bake it dry without whatever it's supposed to have in there. It, it, it does make a difference. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing whatsoever. So when the scripture says, in everything we should pray, make supplication, make intercession, but it has the word inclusive in there with thanksgiving. Let's look at it carefully once again. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, be careful for nothing. And the word there, careful, is ju it just simply means don't be anxious about something. Don't even take thought for it. We can say, wait a minute. I mean, how can I not think about, you know, what's happening or what I'm going through? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, take no thought for, for you know, take no thought for your life, uh, your, your physical, biological life, as far as food is concerned, as far as clothing is concerned, as far as uh, some of these things are concerned. He says, all the nations around the world, they, they, they are very concerned and needful. And your heavenly Father, which is in heaven, 
He knows about these things. He knows definitely for certainty. He knows that we have need of these things. And he is fully consciously aware. But he says, take no thought for these things. Why or how? In other words, how can we think on something else other than the very thing that we are going through? Well, Thanksgiving has a way of adding the width and making a difference. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. It's that little one section there that says, With thanksgiving, let your requests or your prayers be made known unto God. That is going to make the difference. How is it possible that such a little small word can make a difference in our lives, especially when it comes to uh, what we're going through, the situations or the circumstances? How is it possible that that little width is going to be able to help us out? Well, Matthew 6.25, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on, is not the life more than meat, and the body more than remnant. Now, the word that is used there for life, I used, uh, uh, take no thought for your biological life, but the word that is actually used in the Greek is is the word uh, uh, zuke. It's where we get uh, psychology uh, from or or psychological. Uh, it, it means that which is of the soul, the mind, that which is of the will, that which is of the emotions, life, emotions, and 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 thinking. And the soul are more than just simply eating and drinking food and putting on clothes. The scripture goes on to say that it describes the situation uh, as behold the fowls of the air. They sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father, there's that relationship, that association with him feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto your stature? Which of us, by just thinking about it, can all of a sudden be 18 inches taller, 16 inches taller, even a foot taller, by just trying to think about it? None of us can. There is no way. It takes years as a child just to grow up. And continue to grow and grow and grow until we finally reach that uh, two foot, three foot, four foot, five foot, six foot a stage of life as far as physical growth is concerned. So we can't add a cubit to our lives. And it also goes on to say, uh, and why take ye thought for clothing? 
Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed as one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? See, he goes on to add faith in the ingredients here. Now, in verse 31, it says, Take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Now, here's the the confession part. Here's the mouth speaking. Here's what's coming out of the heart. In other words, because I'm fearful, because I'm concerned and overly anxious. Wherefore do you take thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or with what shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But instead, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take no thought for tomorrow, for the tomorrow uh, shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now that's quite a that's quite a bit what we read there, uh, but let's get back to what it said in Colossians. In Colossians, we are told, "Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which you are called into one body, and be thankful." Now, right before having read that. Uh, we had been looking at the at the book of uh, Colossians, and it says, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, admonishing one another." And whatever you do, it says, "Do giving thanks." But the following verse, as we were reading there, it it has to do with being grateful for what we do already have. Being able to substitute, being able to replace with the other thought that is overwhelming, that is anxious, that is overtaking uh, the heart, and that is the thought of thankfulness. Uh, we can have a physical need, we can have a spiritual need, we can have a financial need, we can have many types of needs in our life. But whatever you do in word, whatever you do in deed, practicing thanksgiving must not only be a part of our lives, it must be integrated into our lives so that it becomes an atom, an automatic response instead of being fearful and afraid and overly concerned we begin to realize that our Heavenly Father truly does care for us. As of uh, the physical sight, we look and we see, and we say, how can He? How can He understand my situation? It's, it's, it's beyond uh, repair or help. But yet, God knows all things. He understands all things. He sees all things. 
But what if we were to change the prayer that we are in the situation and not so much for the situation? I'm not going to say, Lord, I'm in this trouble. I'm in this poverty. I'm in prison. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm, 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 I'm in this thing that I'm going through. I thank you because you're working out your grace in me. I thank you because you are faithful. I thank you because you are merciful. I thank you because your grace is more than sufficient. Now, I'm not thanking him because I'm sick. But in my sickness or in my pain, in my hurt, in my difficulty, in my circumstances, I'm adding the ingredient, the with thanksgiving. I'm not thanking him that I got into an accident in a car. I'm thanking them that in the circumstance of the accident, he protected me. Yes, I got bounced around and I got uh, hurt a little bit, but I thank him that I didn't get killed. I thank him that my life was spared. I thank him that it wasn't worse and someone else got uh, 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 hurt or was, was uh, killed also. See, it's in those types of situations where fear would grip us. Oh, no, the car is total. Now how am I going to get to work? And we're overwhelmed with all of these other thoughts, all of these other emotions, all of these other things flooding our thinking. But yet it says in whatever you do in deed and in word, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks to God and the Father, giving thanks to Him. See, we need to find the positive. We need to find the goodness of God. We need to find the mercy of God. We need to find the long-suffering of God. We need to find something that God has done that is worth giving Him thanks for in the very midst. How is it possible that the apostles and the disciples and the early church that was being martyred, they were literally being butchered by uh those that were non-believers, and yet they were able to, in the midst of what they were going through, whether Paul and Silas in prison being, uh, having been punished and, and tortured and whatever they did to them, and yet be able to sing praises unto God. Is it possible that they had something in them that filled them so much? Like, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And part of that word includes... Uh, giving thanks unto God in whatever you do in word or deed, whatever you're doing in word, giving thanks unto Him because of His goodness, 
just the opposite of what you're going through, just the opposite of what you're struggling with, just the opposite of what is happening to you, you begin to look at the mind of God and you begin to see that He is good. The Lord is good and He is worthy to be thanked for everything. He is worthy because of His goodness. Well, we've run out of time and I didn't even get to scratch the surface of what I wanted to continue to share with you today. Join us tomorrow on Sunday. We'll pick up along the lines. But until then, the Lord richly and fully bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.